0: Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. Whatever Whatever the the fuck fuck that that
1: means. (laughs) means. I almost missed it. I know. All of you almost missed it.
0: Caleb's not ready. You got it. I said it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't (laughs) pretend that time. Oh my gosh. You said it. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna isolate your microphone and go back and see. (laughs) Don't touch the microphone. You got. (laughs) I know. Right. Hi guys, I'm your host Christy Grody. We have a special edition nutrition episode. I'm surrounded by three lovely ladies. We're really excited to be here and chatting. I'm speaking for all of you, but Woo-hoo! I know that you agree with me. Yep, um, okay, so let's let's go around the room real quick with with just quick introductions, and then um, I'll give a little a little background of why I brought all of you here together. I feel like it's like the meeting of the nutrition minds. <laughs> Caitlin, do you want to start? We have Caitlin Bolt Lovett, A Life
2: Nourished. I'm going to also throw out everyone's <laughs> Instagram handle. Instagram handle, as per the usual.
0: Hi. Thanks for coming back.
2: Happy to be here.
0: We have Kayla, Sincey Fit Foodie hello get up on that microphone <laughs> sorry don't hello. Be hello hello i'm here or she's just mad that you can't see her wave her two awkward hands <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh gosh i had a lot of people come up to me this weekend at the wellness your way the yes. Kroger festival and yes. every time i was like
0: <laughs> double-handed wave yeah
1: i was just really happy to be there yeah really course. happy to be here oh my waving God. At i
0: don't i don't blame you and we have a newcomer <laughs> with us ellen nelter Hello, Ellen. Oh, no. What? Neltner.
3: Neltoner. Neltoner. You're close. Neltner. It's okay, though, because my Instagram is Ellen Catherine. Damn it. Don't even have to know that. Thought (laughs) I was
0: really going to nail that one without
3: any practice, without any questions.
0: (laughs) I'm really failing with the last names lately. (laughs) I think
1: it's. Did I say John's name yet?
0: Andriaco. Yeah. John, I can do it. I promise. (laughs) Okay, so I brought all three of these ladies here together um, because for a couple reasons. So Ellen had reached out and wanted to, to get together and chat. And we were talking about the work that she's doing right now at UC. She just wrapped up her undergrad, was a collegiate swimmer. And is getting her master's at UC, working with a lot of student athletes. And she was talking to me about how almost every women, woman athlete um, that she encounters has some kind of disordered eating behavior or patterns or, or just, you know, way of thinking about food. And so I got so much response from the episode that I did with Caitlin and Emily, uh, um. Yoga for sexual wellness when I was sharing kind of about my experience with an attachment to a previous self and kind of going through my relationship with food and, and all that stuff. I had a, a huge outpouring of people that that really it really resonated with and they got a lot of value. And, you know, hearing from Ellen, knowing that the feedback I've gotten from that, I was like, we need to have a dedicated episode just to kind of come together and talk through this. I mean, I know people have a ton of questions yeah. about. Food and what to eat, um, how we feel about food, how we feel about what we eat, and it's something we all have to do. We all have to eat, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and and it's so tied to fitness. Taking into account Mm -hmm. any goal that you're after, nutrition is, I I would argue, maybe you know the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Goals, not goals. You got to eat to move. Mm -hmm. So. This conversation is by no means meant to solve anything, right? It's not okay, gonna yeah. come in and we're gonna tell you this is the way that you should be eating. This is the way you should be thinking about food. I think the value in it is is just the conversation itself, absolutely, and and being able to talk about some things. So I, I think there's power in that, and so I'm thankful for you guys to come in and and chat. And everyone at the table here has very different backgrounds. So varying backgrounds, I would say. I, both Kayla and Caitlin are registered dietitians. Um, Ellen's going through to become a registered dietitian, studying for her master's. But these are people that are, that are clearly educated and coming from, you know, not a pseudo kind of Instagrammy or a health coach, whatever. And that's fine if that's the path you're on to. But just to kind of set the stage of like, these are very, you know, highly educated women that we're talking to. And I respect their opinions a lot. So again, thanks for coming on. I think we can kind of kick it off since I've been talking now just myself for like a straight few <laughs> <two> minutes. <laughs> Shut it is your podcast. podcast up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So I think that let's just really jump into it. And I want to hear from each of you about, you know, why did you get into this field in the first place or what kind of in- inspired your career path? Caitlin, you want to start?
2: Yeah. So I originally wanted to go into nutrition when I was at Ohio State doing synchronized swimming, um, and felt like it was, um, I was just always interested in food, always loved cooking, loved baking. And I felt like it was a path that seemed like it would fit interest wise. Um, and I just realized that the amount of work that goes into, the program was more than I was willing to give at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, so kind of roundabout going more the, um, going to pastry school, coming back at it and deciding that it was still something I was really interested in, um, moving back to Cincinnati and then going to UC to finish my undergrad, go ahead and go through the exam to become an RD. Mm -hmm. Um, I also thought I would go more into um, the kinesiology side of it and then realize oh. the dietetics was just what I kind of really wanted to focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, and very glad I did. Ellen, what about you? So, what inspired you to get into this?
3: I've just kind of been a foodie like my whole life. Yeah. My family, like food is at every family gathering. It's just always been something big in my family. Mm-hmm. And also with that, my mom is a spinning instructor, exercises a lot. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's so fun. Yes, yeah, so like my whole family, like my dad's a physician, just my whole is very into health and fitness. Yeah. Um, I knew I didn't want to be a doctor. I didn't want to go that route, but I still wanted to be, you know, like in the health field. Mm-hmm. So I've been an athlete my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, I swam. Yeah. And... what would you swim? I don't know. Breaststroke. We, we, we probably... Oh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dang. Everyone calls it the frog stroke, if <laughs> yes. you don't know. Why did yeah. you make that noise? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I hate breaststroke. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was my I just, it was my worst worst event as we were sitting
1: been. around the table I just like realized all of you guys are phenomenal swimmers and okay over here I okay. Dog we and need paddle. maybe like, I was we need to
0: back up I am nowhere near a level of swimmers uh, of like the two people that okay. I swam at like a D3 high school. Like one year still. at a T3. Still, still hard. Not phenomenal at all. But <laughs> yeah. I
3: always say if you make it up and back, I mean, that counts. Yep. It's, it's hard. It's full body workout. Yeah, no, but sure, sure. yeah. So I knew I wanted to go into the health field. Um, I thought I'd been to PT a lot for hip injuries, sh- shoulder injuries, lots of shoulder injuries if mm-hmm. you're a swimmer. Um, and so I thought, you know, like it'd be cool to be a physical therapist. That's not a doctor, but still kind of in the rehab setting. Yeah. Um, so my undergrad degree is an exercise science and mm-hmm. I have all of the prereqs to go to PT school. Um, and it, I had like a breakthrough moment in like March, I would say. So not long ago. Yeah.
0: I had um, a breakthrough moment at your age as well. It, at that age. it just came <laughs> it out of
3: nowhere and, but I'm so glad I listened to it. Um, yeah. I think for so long, I was like, no, PT, like, I need to stick with PT. Like, mm-hmm. I already did all the school for PT. Yeah. I don't want to waste my time. And right. then I hadn't even heard back from all the schools yet. And I called my mom and I was like, I, I need to switch. Yep. And she was like, what? I like, know. Are you sure? And I was like, well, no, I'm not sure. But yep. like uh, <laughs> I
0: have, I I have th- no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, but- <laughs>
3: I was like, I'm just going to open my laptop. And that's what I did. I shut the door. My roommates had no idea what I was doing. And I started researching and... Um, that's when I found out about UC's uh, mm-hmm. master's in nutrition program. And I'm from around here. So yeah. I was like, well, that could make sense. Like that could, this could work. Yeah. So I came up here for an interview and then I was very fortunate to get a grad assistant position with athletics. So everything just kind of fell into place. Yeah. And it felt right.
0: Yeah. And uh, so what will your master's degree be in?
3: So my master's, the official title is master's in nutritional sciences. Okay. And then after that, I will just take a few more classes before I do my rotations um, in the hospital setting, private practice, stuff like that. And then I'll sit for the RD exam.
0: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay,
3: Kayla, what about you? What inspired you?
1: What inspired me? So kind of same thing. I was going through college, not same thing, but similar. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I think I revealed this last time I was on here with you or the first time maybe. And I was initially in biomedical engineering classes and I was like, mm-hmm needed I wanted to be in the health field in some way I was really I liked science and math and whatever yeah like I can't do this I need to work with people and Mm -hmm. I truthfully did not know dietetics was a major and a path a career Mm -hmm. path so I like shadowed around and I was just thinking about this the other day and that my former advisor in undergrad nutrition I now follow on Instagram and she's doing a lot of what i am doing and what mm-hmm. i am like trying to do more of in st louis still so she was in was in academia and i saw her and she was doing all these things in the community and you know public speaking yeah. and like media and yeah. had her own private practice and i was like oh my gosh i want to be her yeah like i it's so cool the many like avenues you can go in with dietetics um and st louis university had a really big at that time and still to this day a really big farm to table and a cooking emphasis mm-hmm. or culinary emphasis so yeah Uh, in my, one of my ethnic meal management classes where we were in the food lab two days a week, three hours a day was when I was really just like in it and loved it and loved the cooking aspect, loved, you know, the clinical aspect and, you know, truly using food as medicine and, um, you know, just being able to touch people on so many levels. Yeah. And so
0: what, what does your work look like now? Oh yeah.
1: That question,
0: that part of the question. So work look like work. (laughs) (laughs) it's late at night it's okay we're tired you're allowed to (laughs) yeah so similar
1: to caitlin um i also have a private practice i work with people one-on-one um individually groups families more so women women's health it's kind of like natural gravitation of clients that i've gotten um i would say kind of like within the chronic disease spectrum too like heart disease diabetes and even like a lot of vegetarians
0: okay um are they reaching out and saying like i don't know how to eat
1: kind of some yeah, of them yeah or like been you know eating on this lifestyle for a while and I want to make sure that I'm doing it like oh. in a you know correct way yeah which I love hearing yeah not love hearing but I like that people are reaching out about it um I do a lot of corporate health a lot of presentations things like that and mm-hmm. then milk yes
0: milk to nutrition so, give milk nutrition a little a plug, little plug. Mm-hmm. so my
1: mom and I um products for moms breastfeeding pregnant um just the average person too, yeah, healthy nutritious yeah Delicious, um, energy bites, muffins, all that good stuff. So. Yeah,
0: I feel like you have your hand, your hands in a lot of different honey pots. It's a lot of honey pots. A lot of pots.
1: But yeah. So well, yeah. That's yeah. That's kind of where we're at.
0: Cool, uh, Ellen. We didn't talk yeah. about kind of what your work looks like yeah. right now. So what are you doing with?
3: So obviously I'm in classes. Um, yeah. Full time <laughs> student, kind of boring. But um, in the mornings every day I work in. Sports Nutrition Department, and I work with all the UC athletes. Um, and so that's been kind of nice because, you know, I was an athlete and then I kind of missed it. So now I get to like be back in that environment. Right. And so I basically just work with all of them and make sure that they're fueled for their meats and games, mm-hmm. um, giving them appropriate snacks for in game, giving them the right snacks to take on the road, mm-hmm. um, planning out mm-hmm. just fun events like we have Try It Tuesdays, where last week I had all of them try kombucha. Just, like, foods that maybe they wouldn't have tried. Right. And then I also help out a little bit. They have classes called Bearcats in the Kitchen. And all the athletes can go. It's just athlete-specific. And I work with another graduate assistant, and we plan out meals for them to make. So, like, we go grocery shopping, and then – they get to use our beautiful new food lab and learn how to build like really good performance plates. Gosh. Yeah, and they take home the leftovers and it's just them and their team. So it's like a bonding experience, but they're also, you know, there's that education Learning. piece with yeah. it too. Yeah. Okay. So it's a lot cool. of fun. Cool.
0: Okay, good. So I hope everyone listening really gets the point that these girls don't fuck around and they know <laughs> what they're talking about. Um, Really quick, I want just whoever wants to chime in, chime in. What is the difference or the differentiation in terms of educational requirements from like a registered dietitian versus uh nutritionist or maybe like general nutrition counseling. Don't all jump at one. Caitlin, okay. I'm going to call on you. <laughs> Sounds <Something's> good. <laughs>
2: My worst nightmare in class. Yeah. <laughs> um no, so as far as I know a general like a nutrition counselor is just a certification online. Mm-hmm. So it's basically um, you pay a set of money. You go through, you know, whether it's online, um, like reading a book and then basically take a test in the end okay. and then you're certified Okay. Um, versus to be a registered dietitian nutritionist. Um, you go through the four years of school. You spend 11 months um, in either a coordinated pro you can get into a coordinated program or basically doing an internship so that's doing different rotations around um clinical long-term care community and then a specialty um like you said private practice Mm -hmm. um so something that maybe you're interested in um at the end of that you um sit with four boards so you have a board certified exam that you take um so that can take anywhere from a couple of months to you know however you need to study, um, and then once you've passed that, then you're a registered dietitian. Got it. Got it.
0: Okay, that's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But also, but also put a
1: plug out so you could be a nutritionist if you got a Ph.D. in nutrition. You mm-hmm. just might oh. not have that. Yeah. You know, registered dietitian. Yeah. So okay. there's like varying levels yeah. of degrees of yeah. like. Right. There's a lot of you know nutritionists I follow and they've like. You know, know a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So not to say that, yeah. Right yeah so, so just they don't
3: just the, look mm-hmm. at. I was gonna what say that's got. all my professors. Yeah, they have yeah. PhDs, but they're just not registered dietitians, yeah. So yeah. they don't do individual counseling. Okay, got it. Okay. And there's Helpful limitations
2: within that, yeah, like what they can do versus.
0: Mm. Okay,
3: got it. Okay, got it. Got it. Makes sense.
0: Okay, so before we kind of we dive into some of the mental stuff, I want to just talk up like straight up food. So I think this is probably the easier part yeah. of the conversation. <laughs> So everyone lighter. wants. Everyone wants to know what to eat. Like, right? right? I, I mean, it, it's something that's like should be a basic, intrinsic thought of I have to feed myself. Yeah. But mm-hmm. maybe now also because we have there's
1: so much overthought.
0: And, there's so much overthought. Yeah, yeah. we have so many options, and so I found myself too in this. This like. The scene of wellness uh-huh. to be like okay, well, I need to add a chia seed, and then I need right. to add a hemp seed, and then I need to <laughs> add a this thing, and maybe I should put avocado on it. And then like wait, yeah, no, I saw someone totally. drink down some kombucha. It's like it's too
1: much. Right. Someone's I forget someone local here the other day. Or not, who I don't know who it was, but they were like, I'm just gonna have a basic smoothie today. I was like, What does that even mean? Anymore? Yeah, yeah, like basic, basic yeah. Like Put collagen in, in it and yeah, like the like... moon juice. And the... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, you just like, can't even fit your smoothie. Yeah, the blender and then it's a $30 smoothie. Yes. It's a $30 <laughs> smoothie for yeah. sure, for sure. Um, do you follow kind of like teeing off of that? Do you follow Jordan Syatt? No. On Instagram? So he is a trainer and fitness professional, and he just did a 30 day Big Mac challenge. To show people, you can eat a Big Mac every day, and not only that's maintain but lose weight. <laughs> so fascinating, definitely yeah. you can, yes.
0: especially if you're only eating a Big Mac a day, Did. right? Well, no, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah, he was eating in yeah. addition to oh, that, yeah, okay, okay, and okay,
1: only track, okay. and he was tracking calories and protein. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, how many calories does a Big Mac have? That's a good question. I'm gonna five to okay, six hundred. We're gonna
0: have Jamie over here, aka Ellen is gonna look it up for us. Let's uh, guess. I think a Big Mac has
1: six fifty. Yeah, that's
0: a, that's a good 70%. guess. Okay, I'm gonna say seven fifty. No, I want you to guess. I'm gonna say seven fifty.
1: Like as ordered, as Are on I the menu. Ready? I'm say eight five sixty three. Oh, see,
3: it's not that bad. less than. I wow, thought. Yeah. I that's could see how that could fit into yeah. a day. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god, yeah, easily. That's like just, yeah, again, it's that. Pro-
2: it's like. You get to start having a bad rap and then yeah. everything just right. goes down. Right. Exactly. So anyways, that, that. kind
1: of like showed people like to a point, again, mm-hmm. overanalyzing and overthinking. Mm-hmm. And again, he wasn't saying I'm saying this is a healthy thing that anyone should do. I'm just mm-hmm. saying like, you know, it's OK. It's OK. For and you sure. can do it and yeah, you'll you'll be you fine. should yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. If you, you want, want to, to have a big, yeah, cook, you, you so, can have.
0: You're you're allowed. we're going to talk kind of about this, like yeah. allowance of food for sure. Oh, but yeah. so if we're thinking about, it's just again, if we can put like our science brains on, right? Like, is there an optimal way to eat, or is all of this opinion and just differing philosophy? they're thinking their, their faces look like they're thinking really hard about this question kayla wants to go
1: well i don't want to get like the answer isn't it's not like a the answer we no. all want to hear like there's yeah, not groundbreaking yeah and, and,
0: there's not it, one way to eat that's good no unless i mean i kind of was like toying with the idea of like well is it that your diet's varied
1: you know like, right or, or, yeah. and you like
0: know? Mm-hmm.
1: yeah you're, it's varied and it's varied upon season it's a varied upon like your goals are not goals and
0: right your emotional state yeah yeah like
3: this doesn't help anyone at all huh no no not at all <laughs> That's it feels like but i think everyone wants that answer yeah. like they just they think it's out there yeah but
0: but that also is again then freeing to hear yeah like at, at any time it, there's there shouldn't be the the question of like am i allowed to have it you know, unless you're coming, of course, from a place of like taking care of your health or, you know, you know that you have sensitivities or, or right. whatever. It's like that. And then I still think then it's not a it's not a mm-hmm. am I allowed? It's like, well, you're going to make a choice. Mm-hmm. You're going to eat this food and it's going to hurt. So, yeah, you decide yes or no. Yeah. Is it worth it? Yeah.
1: Well, and so in this even saying this might be like controversial. Not everyone. I opinion. love controversy. I know, <laughs> but I don't You know. That. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I, of I know. course I have to
1: preface it so like for say like when I have a client come to me and you know they may have an idea of like what they think sh- they should do or they want to do and I'm like okay like that's great bring to the table what you you know yourself best I yeah. always say that you're the expert in your own life yeah and you know like you know habits you'll veer towards habits you know you will never do yeah. so again a lot of that habit building whatever so in any case like at the end of the day I'm not big on calorie counting, but I think an awareness of a number is a good thing. Um, you don't go to the store and just buy hundreds of dollars of things because, you know, money yep. doesn't count. Yeah. Same thing yeah.
0: with calories, having a and general awareness. Is this, awareness. A, is this if, the, if the goal is to lose weight? No. Oh, okay. okay. Just okay. generally right. speaking, okay.
1: I think knowing some sort of number that's out there that, you know, your body needs mm-hmm. is just yeah. knowledge. Like, you know how much money you have in your bank account, right. hopefully on a daily, weekly. And I'm not saying like anyone should, you know, meticulously, but like knowing in a general sense of the term, what your body needs. How do you
0: know what your body needs?
1: So again, it's all estimation and you don't necessarily, it's not never going to be an exact number. So there's predictive equations. Mm. And again, it's not an exact science. And we were kind of talking about this earlier with different, um, as you get in with the athletic world different ways to measure with that whether it's mm-hmm. a bod pod or a DEXA scanner, or mm-hmm. um you and these know, are ser-
0: ways to measure like body mass yeah lean mm-hmm. muscle mass yeah okay
1: and a lot of you know and it's just it's there's you know then you get that number and then there's you know a hyper focus on that number perhaps mm-hmm. and
0: there's yeah, that's where we get into trouble that's yeah. where we, we get yeah.
1: into trouble but there is some comfortable middle ground of like i know on a general this is a range and again it's you may not even think of that number like past the first day you hear it, yeah. But just like,
0: yeah, right. To knowledge knowing, is power. Kind
1: knowledge of is power. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. And again, I know that that's contr. Maybe that's controversial. But again, just like knowing it's out there,
0: kind of putting is other like things what in saying, perspective. This is, like basic functions to stay alive. Yeah.
1: Well. Or. So your body has two numbers: basic metabolic rate when you wake up in the morning, before you move, before you do anything, mm-hmm. just to sustain. There's number. Then from there, you're up and you're moving and everything like that. Right. That's your total energy expenditure. So that's okay. what your body is doing based on a day. So that's why it varies so much because we're always moving and doing. Different I feel things like that and-
0: could be so different for everyone. Oh, it yeah. is. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: It is. And so you know, there's. I think the trouble is, is a lot of people will go, there's a lot of websites online. And you right. Just, like, I've been to the fucking website. You put in, yeah. you put in yeah. your height and like your weight and, and you of- choose
0: from three levels of your activity yeah. and it spits yeah. out a number and then that's mm-hmm. what you live and breathe and die by. Right. right. Oh, And so there's,
1: <laughs> there's definitely, you know, some of them may be using the, um, the Mifflin, St. Jor, or whatever it is that, yeah. you know, we learned in school or whatever, but again, it's maybe that equation's not the right one for you. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, anyways, I think just having an awareness of some sort of number or range is a part of, you know, Optimally, living. Yeah. Yeah. And just.
0: Yeah. No, makes sense. Putting things into perspective. Makes That's sense. But makes sense. Okay. So, that for that question, and I don't the wanna, answer
1: is no. There's yeah, no optimal there's, way yeah. of eating. no. So, <laughs> there's no. There's no, mm,
0: no. Just eating. So okay, this kind of plays into though we talked about a little the before of like the I- these like ideas of fad diets. You hear like mm-hmm. a Mediterranean diet. You hear like the keto diet. You yeah. hear the Atkins diet. They're the yeah. great grapef- you know all of these things. I mean, I think right now really that there's a hot button for keto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's probably still paleo, paleo. Oh yeah, for sure. Whole 30, whole 30 stuff. Yeah. All of the bad diets. Everyone knows what a fad diet is, right? So what are your, you know, all three individual thoughts on fad diets? Who wants to go first?
2: I think you're up. Okay. I'll go first. (laughs)
3: Um, So we talked about fad diets a lot in undergrad as an exercise science major with exercise. Um, And then we, I've also been learning about them in the nutritional aspect. So I kind of have seen like both aspects, Mm -hmm. which has been cool. I think my big thing and what I believe in, it, because it works, I know it works for me, is it has to be sustainable mm-hmm. and it has to work long term, because I don't want to be on something, get the results I want, and then not be able to maintain it, because yeah. I'm going to start right where I was before, right. And then you're going to get frustrated and yeah, on a wheel, right. Yeah, it's, it's just a never it's ending never cycle. ending cycle, and that's so frustrating, like mentally, physically, mm-hmm. everything. So I think I know like keto, for example, for some populations is beneficial. Mm -hmm. And um, it just for the general population, I don't think fad diets are sustainable. I think you lack a lot of nutrients in a lot of them. I think restriction is just puts you down a path, a bad path to be on. So personally, I don't believe in them unless you know you're under medical care and they say this diet you know you need to follow this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah my
0: own two cents about keto is like, for sure I've heard the same thing right it can really help people I think, yeah especially like epilepsy right um you know autoimmune diseases mm-hmm. things like that and it may be even just to like jump start or like get you going mm-hmm. yeah and if it's a if it's a way that you eat and you enjoy and you yeah. find it sustainable and it makes you yeah. feel
3: really good
0: mm-hmm. then like
3: whatever right that's your that's your own yeah choice, I just right? personally love carbs I mean I was an endurance athlete so like yeah. for me I was like yeah no that's not sustainable <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But I, I I totally I totally yeah. agree with you there but that's and and I know people get so emotional and have like such an attachment to the way that they eat yeah but yeah, that's that was my two cents anyways. Caitlin, go ahead. What do you think? Out of, what do you and think, I about think well, fad diets? <laughs> we all know how I feel about them. <laughs> Maybe people listening <laughs> no, don't true. understand. So please uh, tell us all I, about fad diets and how you feel about yeah, them. Yeah,
2: I think a lot of times, as you said, when they attach, when people attach to them. And again, first of all, what you said is if you feel like it works for you, if it feels mm-hmm. good, if you know, you're functioning, you can do it without going to an extreme. Great. How about yeah. it? Yeah, that's, right. That's awesome. Um, not everybody has that. Uh, dynamic of a relationship with food. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it can, again, go to the extremes and then you get into a fear-based mentality where you're doing it out of restriction, out of fear of gaining weight. Or it's like,
0: just because everyone else is doing it. Yeah. Or it's the next best thing. Or because
2: you just generally don't think you can trust yourself. So there has to be something else that's going to work. And that's why people kind of jump like, okay, that didn't work. So it must be me. That's wrong. So I'm going to jump to the next one. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are things like the ketogenic diet is, I mean, if you have epilepsy, like it's, I mean, that's just clinical medical nutrition therapy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, But it in, and again, there is research of how in certain instances it could be beneficial. Um, But at the same time, there's no long-term research. So a lot of these things really aren't um, taking into consideration um, stress over long periods of time, what that happens, um, what happens when that, you know, is consistently, and at the same time, Saying what happens when you know you're jumping from diet to diet, they're starting to show you know that it can be actually really detrimental to your health. Yeah. Um I mean, long term, I, I can imagine kind of wrecking havoc on your. Yeah, insides. so yeah, so just kind of taking that to into account and just being able to realize, like I always ask, like at what cost. And being able to weigh mm. um, weigh that out for yourself. And, and like Ellen said, you know, what is actually sustainable for long term or are you just doing it because it's the next best thing? Yeah. And um, these are billion dollar industries. Or right. They're really good at pulling you in. Right. Totally. Kayla, what do you think about fad diets?
1: Yeah, I would say I'd like playing Deadpools. Deadful. Devil's advocate.
0: (laughs) I'll just, I know exactly what (laughs) you, I'm connecting with you on a way like, I know what you want to say. Playing
1: devil's advocate, what is a fad for me is not a fad for someone else, right? So Mm -hmm. like, like we're all saying here, like what works for you might not work for someone else. I could follow a vegetarian diet very
2: well. I could be very successful at it. For some reason, I don't
0: think of vegetarian as a fad diet, like in my own mind though. right? Isn't that funny? Well, and
2: technically Mediterranean isn't either.
1: okay. So like, I think of like, Keto, yeah. paleo, yeah, like those like, things like that. Yeah. So, n- yeah, and again, not to compare, veg- but mm-hmm. like vegetarianism, veganism kind of like had a hot like mm-hmm. spotlight. You're right. So, yeah. um, you know, again, it's what works for you. It's what's again, non generic answer, but again, like you're not going to want to keep restarting the wheel 800 yeah. times. Yeah.
0: Like, but the th- I will say though, too, to kind of play devil's advocate, is I have been, I have feel like I have tried every single kind of like fat diet was paleo for a time i was Mm -hmm. vegan i was a vegetarian i tried keto and i think that it's been helpful in my own journey of like finding what works for me because i guess you truly don't know how Mm -hmm. great you're gonna feel unless you try it right so in that sense it's like yeah okay try it and see how you feel
2: and what an amazing exploration if you can yeah. look at it that way, yeah. right? But I think again, what and what is the purpose of going into no, it? No, for sure. Mm-hmm. For is me, it, sh- it was always just to lose weight, yeah. so it was not good purpose. Right. so then, to be are trying. you really being able to say this this style of eating works for me or what doesn't? Yeah. If you're only weight focused, yeah,
0: right, right. right. And but uh, yes, And I think that it's kind of like brought me to be like, okay, now I can see. Because I would, I wouldn't pay attention at all to how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. It was only yeah. about an aesthetic. It was only mm-hmm. about a sense of control around food. But now that I have kind of tried these different ways, I can say like I actually feel better physically mm-hmm. when I'm eating, you know, a, less carbs than I had before, or you mm-hmm. know, like when every yeah. carbs not super, when every meals not super carb heavy. So that, but that's been also like you know part of the journey. So yeah. I guess there's always there's always that. But yeah, good point. Um okay, so we had a couple more questions from Instagram about just like food stuff. So I think I think this one is pretty great because I think about this a lot. So food for recovery. So obviously, we know that it's gonna probably depend on what you're recovering from mm-hmm, yeah. in terms of like mm-hmm. what you're gonna eat. Um, but how soon to eat post workout and what? So let's just throw out like i'm I'm doing, you know, like a boot camp, like an orange theory type of class. So it's cardio, intense. It's, it's intense. Yeah, it's going to be mm-hmm. high intensity, you know, when and what is like a good post-workout meal.
1: So this is, and again, this it hasn't been repeated studies, but now newer research is showing like that optimal timing after isn't like quite as crucial. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. To so know. like we were always like, Oh my God, within 30 minutes or an hour, like that didn't you work. have
0: to get you know, 30 minutes to an hour. Like, or, yeah. Well, with
3: their shaker In liquid yeah. Form. at the gym. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: like this ratio of protein yes. to carbs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So but that's
1: kind of out the window. That's kind of out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, But again, you know, for recovery, protein is great mm-hmm. carbs to replete what you lost. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they still kind of focus on that three to one. Mm-hmm. Um, three to one. What's the three to one? Three to carbs, carbs to protein. To carbs to protein. So okay. that's why they say chocolate milk is a great mm. post-recovery okay. because it's got three to about three to one carbs to protein. Okay, and so like that's easy carbs. Was. Okay, what's easy an digestible. E-
2: what's an easy carb? Like nothing that's like high fiber that's going to take yeah. a long time to digest. Okay, we like do fruits are like great. Yogurt or... parfaits a lot yeah. after,
3: so yeah. they can have like fruit for carbs, but they have yogurt in there for some protein. Mm. Okay, yeah. they really like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Or like some of your smoothies are probably yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like but, a okay. What if I put a, a Simple
0: smoothie. What yeah, yeah. simple smoothie. What about basic <laughs> <smoothie>. What <laughs> if about like a banana with like peanut protein powder? And peanut yeah. butter, yeah. Peanut butter in there too. That has yeah. some fat though. Do we do we care about fat after recovery? To recover?
1: I mean, no. for I would say it's a good energy source, yeah. like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to avoid like a you know, two carb load
2: mm-hmm. l lull. I think yeah. that's also the difficult piece. I I have just from my own research or like not having too much fat because again you're trying to get the carbs and protein mm-hmm. readily available in your mm-hmm. system but mm-hmm. it's too much fat to digest then okay. it'll slow down Empty. that process right. got it so got floor. it okay so but yeah if you're just gonna do it unless you want to eat the whole jar of peanut butter yeah. then i'd save that for later <laughs> mm-hmm. okay perfect good to know <laughs>
0: um what so it does it does it differ then if we're doing maybe like just like a heavy lifting type of situation is that different
3: yeah. I feel like with that, it also, it's just also specific, like mm-hmm. how much do you weigh? How long were you working out? Duration? Intensity? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like just, I don't think there's an answer like, yeah, always do this. Right, 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 right.
0: That makes sense. Okay. Okay. Let's move on to another question then. Um, so a lot of these are like, you know, what kind of foods to eat to gain muscle? What kind of fat to eat? Um, how would you guys, you know, generally talk about stuff like that?
2: If you're trying to gain muscle, you have to eat. You have to eat, right? And it doesn't
0: really essentially matter. We just talked about this, what you're eating. Mm -hmm. You just have to eat more. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think there's a big, like, movement now, which I can appreciate, like, a good thing on Instagram is a lot of, at least a lot of people I follow are putting out, like, stop the 1,200 calorie a day diet. Like, this has obviously been going on for a really long time, but a lot of women in the fitness world are definitely, like, like,
0: Stop the 1200, stop the 1500. Like, my 1, fitness, like, like, if like I were to implement, like lived by before, yeah, if I were
1: to implement all of my numbers into my fitness pal, it would tell me to eat 1200 calories a day, right? So,
0: it's not very it's, much, it's
1: not was, much, and it's and like then it gives you back whatever. I don't know, it's yeah. um, wait, what was the question? Oh, what do we need to eat? So, yeah. just like, the more, the movement. yeah, more, eat to more. Gain muscle. Yes. yeah, and. You know, unless you're eating 3,000 calories a day, you're not going to bulk up. So, like, that's, like, a worry, I think. But it's,
0: like... Mm-hmm. It's, well, I mean, I feel not, like, too, if like, you're
2: gaining muscle, you don't... You want to be bulking up, right? Mm-hmm. It, you right. can't yeah. just is If you're really putting on muscle, there's going to be a little bit of fat right. with that. Right, It's just part of the deal. Part of yes. the process. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
3: Got it. I right. think with that, though, also... I think a swimmer asked that. I think I recognized yep. that question. Yeah. I think also kind of playing devil's advocate... A lot of times, athletes try to do this in season, and mm-hmm. they try to make these body composition changes when they're like should be focusing on performance. So, mm-hmm. they'll say like, "I really need to lose ten pounds," or "I think I'd feel better if I lose ten pounds," or "I Isn't really need to You're be like, stronger." You, what?
0: Where's this ten pounds coming? I from? Know, number- <laughs> I know <laughs> it's always ten. I know. 10. ten is just like not My too much, not too little. Yeah, when I'm ten pounds lighter. But lower.
3: I just I think they need to focus on their off seasons and just really look at their training schedule because. How are you going to try to be gaining weight or losing weight, but also performing your best? Right. Those yeah. two things like do not go together. Yeah. That's a really great point,
2: which is also a really good point to bring up. like If you're not recovering properly, then you're going to be doing yourself a massive disservice if you're trying to yeah, optimize yeah. anything.
0: And when we think about recovery, so not only you know getting the proper rest pro- in between workouts, mm-hmm. but also like fueling for recovery. Yes. I was yeah. just, I don't remember, I don't know who who said this I wish I could remember for some reason I think it might have been Sarah Jenkins um, but they were talking about how some people if they're not working out that day they're like okay well then I need to eat less because I'm not moving my body as much mm-hmm. when truly like that rest and recovery day is also a chance for you to be fueling your body mm-hmm. yeah and not thinking about like well because I'm not moving then I can't eat
1: yeah your muscles so grow when they're in recovery that's right. when you give them their chance to grow. yeah
0: yeah so, um, good. I'm glad we all agree on that one. I wasn't just pulling that out of, thin yeah. or no, out no, of that thing or out of my ass. No, I appreciate you bringing
2: that up. Um, really so
0: before we move on to talk about kind of relationships with food, how would you guys describe the way that you personally eat? So not, you know, obviously I don't think anyone's following a, a diet per se, but you know, what is, you know, how do you, what do you eat? to Like what feels best when what you're eating? What the fuck did I just say? What do you do <laughs> to feel your best? Oh my god, yeah. it's late, you guys.
2: Who wants to go? I'll go. Um, so for me, in in my process, I'm definitely um still learning how to best listen to my body and trust what it's telling me without yeah. trying to micromanage it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that means you know taking the food rolls off again i have a nutrition brain mm-hmm. so you know trying to learn to kind of integrate nutrition in everyday life cuz that's something that's important to me but to be able to have the flexibility and the understanding that um uh for me it's it's almost learning still because i had so many years mm-hmm. of counting trying to unlearn the counting yeah mm-hmm. um and i talked to the, with clients, a lot about this is you know that takes time, and I'm far from where I was, which is amazing. Yeah. But I still have work to do. Yeah. Um. So, still really learning what that looks like. What foods feel good in my body? The timing of them. Mm-hmm. Um. You know what are cues that I am not eating enough? Mm-hmm. Cues that I'm like that might have been a little too much, and I can back off next time. Mm-hmm. Um. Learning. You know, a lot of this work is literally just learning like hunger and fullness cues because it's something that people don't always even think to think about i'm terrible at it i'm yeah. trying to learn and, and it's it's, it's yeah. really hard when you're stressed out during the day and thinking yeah. about other things because that part of your body we get really good at shutting that down so really genuinely giving myself the space to say like what do i need right now yeah what am i feeling right now yeah. with the intelligence of saying you know if I know I'm going to be somewhere for a six hour time period, eating more in that time period or bringing snacks or whatever that. So there is, you know, that mechanism of planning that has to go along with it too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm especially with, with sober October, you know, not having the caffeine Mm -hmm. to, which I'm going to do a full episode. So I don't want to get too much into it, but not having the caffeine really to, to uh, as a distraction really more than Mm -hmm. anything or to, to give me energy When I want it, and I'm like, if I'm feeling, you know, a slump, it could hit me this week. And I was like, that you're hungry, like, Mm. like (laughs) how how do you not know this? You know, Mm -hmm. like you need to eat some. And I ate something. I was like, okay, that was it. Like that's what I needed to do. Yeah, but that's huge. I I the timing of the food for me is really important right now because I'm I'm learning and realizing I feel a lot better. My energy levels are really high. If I, if I stop eating earlier in the evening, Mm. like not like close to bedtime, Mm -hmm. I feel like I wake up with just like a clearer head Mm. and kind of like ready to go. So I'm playing around with that a little Mm -hmm. bit right now, but also just to be like, I I had been such a creature of habit where I'm like every single, and it's a control thing, right? Mm -hmm. Every single day I have this for breakfast. I know Mm -hmm. I'm going to have this for dinner over and over and over again, because like, that's what is my safe zone, Mm -hmm. you know? And so now I'm trying, really trying to work hard to be like, well, what do you feel like having for breakfast today? Like, yeah. Do you feel yeah. like zotes? Do you want <laughs> <egg laughs> to in with peanut butter? Like, do you want eggs? You know? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I have to have these conversations usually in my morning walk. Like I'm talking to a fucking toddler <laughs> to myself. Like, what? Yeah, and sometimes I'm like, awesome. I don't know. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what I
2: want. If and you've like, never asked the questions, then.
0: Yeah. Right. And, but then I'll still like, kind of trip up. I'm like, well, wait, this is the third day in the row that you want an English muffin and peanut butter. Like, are you allowed? Like, still the question, <laughs> you know, still <laughs> mm-hmm. the question, the question. But again, lots of work to do. Ellen, how do you eat?
3: So mine is probably a little different because it kind of has changed. Um, yeah. Because I stopped swimming in May. I ran a half marathon, so my eating didn't really change mm-hmm. um, after I stopped swimming because I was running so much. But then after that, I was like, oh, "Okay, like now I kind of have to like come to terms with the fact that I can't eat like I'm working out for four hours a day anymore." And I was yeah. like, How? "Did you still like feel that
0: that kind yeah, of hunger? Like I you did. wanted to? It yeah.
3: just because it was I was used to it. Like I swam competitively for seventeen years, so yeah. like to I still was like." putting stuff on my plate and I was like wait a second like I didn't work out for four hours should I be eating this like, Right? or like am I even hungry for yeah this? I was like yeah. and I just like out of we, habit almost. all my roommates and I we couldn't finish our plates anymore and we yeah. were like this is weird like is something wrong with us like do we need to work out more like there are so many questions that yeah. even someone who you know studies this stuff I was like I don't know like how much my portion should be anymore so over the summer and now I'm just kind of learning what makes me feel good mm-hmm. um how much is enough because mm-hmm. i do still have really busy days and yeah. just knowing that even though i'm not swimming for 4 hours a day and lifting i'm still very active right So I'm using your brain yeah so it, i still need to i wish food. we knew how
0: much your brain took yeah, the food I that did. you're eating
3: <gasps> i know <laughs> how do we figure that out i
2: don't
3: know
2: uh, is it a working day or <laughs> a non-working day
0: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no star, a working day are you. right you're like yeah. how, i i read what like you studying some right. like, well, yeah, no, I read some, like, bullshit thing somewhere about, like, the percentage of calories that your mm. brain uses, but I don't know. who knows what was it? I forget, like, I Let's forget. Let's just make it up. <laughs> just kidding. For some <laughs> reason, I feel like it was, like, so high, like, 70%, but that can't Ugh. be right. That can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> you're, Google, You right? just sitting
3: at a computer yeah. thinking is not enough. Yeah. yeah. 70%. Who knows no. what I got this from? I'm sorry. I got <laughs> your-
0: no, calories. you're
3: good. But, yeah, I've just been trying to focus on... I like how Caitlin said like learning her cues because that's been huge. Like sometimes like I would always have to have a snack at night um, because I'd wake up and swim and I could not stomach a lot before practice. Mm. So now I'm like, do I actually need this extra snack? Because right. we ate, we were told to eat six times a day mm-hmm. and not just snacks. Like they were six decent mm-hmm. sized meals and i needed that and now i'm like you know i i don't think i need that it's just learning it's just just really it's like different Different relearning my body all over again and it's Mm -hmm. very weird at my age to be doing that yeah
0: no i don't think so Mm -hmm. at all it's you're Mm -hmm. you're transitioning to a whole different period of your life that's completely different than what it is before
3: of course and there was definitely some trial and error like there were days i went to bed where i was like i'm starving still or like Wow, I am so full. I did not need all of that. Yeah. So I think I've I've gotten a lot better over the past few months, but it was rough the first few weeks. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. Right, right. Yeah, Kayla, how do you eat?
1: Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> no, all of that. no, I I eat best when I eat often. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, consistently yeah. eating just enough to keep myself going, and like mm-hmm. I don't do a well. A grazer. I'm a grazer. Yeah. I don't do well when I like go long periods of time without food, even yeah. if I'm like not hungry like Uh and it's probably it's still just mental and you know still learning again the hunger cues and everything but i do like just my habits and what i like doing it's like you know keeping myself like Mm -hmm. you know without dipping i say dipping too low like blood Mm -hmm. sugar going like i can't even -hmm. like borderline that or i just get like Mm -hmm. cranky immediately right Mm -hmm. um but within that i would also say i do best when i'm like well hydrated like -hmm. Above all, like starting my day with water, ending with not too much water. (laughs) I know because you gotta get up and (laughs) pee. But like my problem, I'm up like two times a night. Yeah, it's annoying. It's annoying. But like as much as like water, 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 and like I used to drink a lot of diet coke, and that used to just like throw me off, like Mm with you know just being thirsty or just wanting different like whatever. And I still have a diet coke here and there, but like water is like yeah the crux of like just mm-hmm. using food efficiently I feel like too, I noticed so well. no
0: one said anything about like the types of food mm. it, no one said like mm. you know a lot of vegetables no. or a lot of protein or a lot Mm-mm. of car- you know like there yeah. was no yeah. distinction on like the types of food is it because you guys are eating just kind of a varied plate yeah yeah,
3: yeah.
1: hodgepodge for Depends sure on the day.
3: yeah yeah, Try yeah. To keep it balanced
0: yeah okay cool that's interesting to hear um yeah I think I I want to talk about next again to move into we're kind of slowly slowly making our way towards the relationship we have with food and it's so much more than just the actual physical practice of eating. I want to hear specifically, you know, when did food become more than food for you or you know it or is it more than food for you to talk about that
2: Caitlin, do you want to start? Yeah. Um, I can't remember it not. Yeah. So we kind of spoke to this a little bit yesterday. Um, I mean, I say eight, but that's kind of a generic. I re- I just remember it being um really early that I started to be hyper vigilant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in a sport where you're partly judged for aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that definitely catapulted things. But um, I mean, I definitely remember. Uh grade school mm-hmm. it's starting to to really affect me and just being super vigilant and very aware of um what i was putting on my body and um the types of food and what other people were eating mm-hmm. um and was then quickly became aware that um the food would could change your body mm-hmm. Um, so starting to tie those together and, um, and of course then you have friends coming in with weird information that they learned and, um, things that were probably not so helpful, um, throughout grade school and just learning, um, different things. So yeah, I mean, food has always been, um, more than just food to me. Very early. Yeah. But at the same time, it was also, you know, my mom is an amazing cook and she was Mm a mm -hmm. instructor too for, thirteen some years. And so she, you know, we always had family dinner. I mm-hmm. always loved food. I yeah. always loved, you know, um it's like this tug of war. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so and and I remember times when it wasn't that, you know, it when it wasn't hypervigilant, when I would eat a bag of Doritos on a Saturday night and, you know, it did was think... no big deal. Yeah. <sighs> um, but at some point and I and, and you know, and I um and to preface I did have a sports induced eating disorder. But where that exactly hit when it got to that extreme, um, I can really only really only remember end of grade school, high school, um, that it got that bad, but, um, you know, food also, I, I have to say that food also saved me. Like, um, using food Mm -hmm. to cope is a coping skill. And a lot of times we look at it as such a negative aspect, um, because it can take so much energy, um, and so much focus. Um, but if it was there, you know, at such an early age, that's um, often our first way to actually cope with feelings that we're not prepared to feel yet. Yeah. Um. So it saved me in a lot of ways, yeah. and it saved me getting into the restaurant industry, where I had a very new appreciation for food. Um. Getting to watch what it looked like when people just had a sheer passion and love, um, for bringing food to people's table. Watching, you know, a whole pig getting broken down mm-hmm. and farmers market, you know, um, fresh. You know, tomatoes coming in, and just getting to see this create uh, this creative piece with it too, and this um, like true mastery. Right, it takes the fear
0: away. It's like this is not yeah. something I have to yeah. be afraid of.
2: Yeah. yeah, and it just and you couldn't not. You also couldn't say no if somebody was like so excited because they yeah. made yeah. something they like, here. Yeah. You know, yeah, you can't really be like mm, no, sorry. Right, right. So, um, yeah. So, so young, really yeah, yeah. So but the evolution has been really cool for me too. Yeah. So yeah. wouldn't but- wouldn't do it any different. Because it's got me here. Yeah,
0: No, for sure. Ellen, what about you?
3: Mine, we were talking about the other day. Mine was definitely early. But um, I will say I've never had an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. I, Looking back, I know I had some disordered eating habits. Mm-hmm. Um, but that didn't come until around early in college. But I, I remembered a specific time. I, like, went home and thought about it. And I think I was around 12 or 13. Um, I was at a summer league swim meet. Those are supposed to be super fun. Not, you know, it's summertime Uh, we're like putting sharpie on our arms and like tattoos (laughs) like they're all fun but a mom had come up to my mom and said wow like ellen really has thinned out like she looks great and i was kind of like a bigger child Uh but because i was kind of a bigger child and it wasn't even fat it was just like you know kids have like baby fat like their little round bellies like i had skinny arms and legs it's just like (laughs) i'd never lost that little baby belly so and I never thought anything of it. I no, wasn't aware of it. You? Yeah. <laughs> like my parents were very, very good. And looking back, I appreciate it so much. Like I didn't know. Yeah. And I didn't awesome. I didn't care. Yeah. yeah. They made sure I was active and I ate healthy and yeah. I was. Yeah. So it was that was great. But that was the first time that I kind of equated like thinness with like beauty, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or like looking or good. Being, yeah. Rewarded. Yeah, rewarded. Exactly. That's yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh, was I not before? Like right. what does that mean? Right. And or I want to keep getting yeah. These nice things or like I need to maintain me, so need this, this which what I can't maintain my thirteen year old body, like <laughs> you know. So in th- all throughout high school, I did CrossFit, I ran, we I obviously swam, mm-hmm. and I was thin. I was yeah. actually very thin, but because I was so thin, I didn't have any muscle. I mm-hmm. couldn't keep up with my expenditure, and that's when I kind of was like, well, if I want to swim in college and like be good, like. I need to be strong. Yeah. And so I really started focusing more on nutrition. I got more interested in it. Mm -hmm. I did. I got a lot stronger in my junior and senior year. And you could tell, like, it was evident. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I feel like everyone can relate. When you go to college, freshman year, you try all the food in the dining hall, like the ice cream (laughs) machine that – it's always there. It's like the 75 boxes yes. of cereal yes. you just it's get to so like, And I just yeah, said I yes so to all bad. of it. Right. Yeah. I was like, "Well, I'm an athlete, so like I can eat whatever." Yeah. Yeah. Like I definitely I not 100% had that mindset, but in the back of my head I was like, "It's fine. Oh, it's fine. for sure. Yeah. I'll just I eat that it. Too. Yeah. 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 I'll burn it off like yeah. not tonight, but tomorrow at 5:30 soft soft right. in a large off. container. Yes. Yeah. With like a cookie on the bottom. Like lord. Looking back I'm like, "Ellen, how did you swim well? I don't know. I really don't know." But um, obviously, if you eat like that, you're not going to feel great and you're going to I gained weight. I gained like 10 pounds and you could see it like I'm mm-hmm. not that tall. Yeah, I was pretty lean when I came in and I gained 10 pounds and I went home and no one said anything, but they were mm-hmm. acting different and they kept oh. looking at my face and I was like, what? Yeah, and I looked at pictures and I was like, and then I did step on the scale because we had our yearly physicals and I was like, yeah, OK, I gained weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I how did that make you feel? horrible because I didn't swim well that year and I realized I had gained weight. So Mm -hmm.
0: for someone that gets paid, like that was
3: my job. I felt like I had failed. So I made like this vow to myself. I was like, I remember I was crying in a cool down pool after a race. I did so bad, but you can't tell with goggles. That's the great part. So no one knew, but I remember crying. I was like, you will never feel like this ever again and you will never look like this ever again. And I told myself that and I went home that summer. I worked out religiously. I tracked macros. I was so meticulous. It mm-hmm. got to the point where I wanted to like cater healthy food on family vacations. Mm-hmm. Like that's yep. when I knew I was like, my mom was like, Ellen, you're going to do what? And I'm yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Like we're taking it. A little I, part. Yeah. and I was, I tell people, I was like, I was drinking the Kool-Aid. Like I yeah. was so into it and I swam really well sophomore year, which didn't help because I just encouraged it. Yeah. So junior and senior year, I definitely changed my relationship with food, mm-hmm. swam way better just all around was strong but how'd you change it uh, i think it had to get bad before i realized it so i mean i was catering food on vacations before (laughs) i was like whoa ellen like you're out west you should be eating like this awesome barbecue but no you're eating grilled chicken out of a tupperware yeah so Um, it was
0: more so just like you i just when Caitlin says at what cost yeah this isn't a cost i'm not going to pay anymore right
3: because i was like i want to remember that restaurant from vacation or like my grandma um takes all these crazy culinary classes in Italy, is an awesome chef, like you were talking about your mom. Like, I want to go and enjoy that food and, Mm -hmm. like, have that memory with her. Yeah. Because I never fully felt like I could. Yeah. So I think I just realized emotionally, like, mental, mentally-wise, like, I was not in a good place. And I think I started following more people on Instagram. I started doing more research. Mm. And it was trial and error for sure. But just realizing that you can be strong Mm -hmm. and not thin and that's still, like beautiful like yeah so that was kind of my new mantra you had to reframe that yes but i was still, like i can have age. big strong yeah. muscles and still be feminine and still be um athletic and good at my sport but not drive myself insane yeah yeah so sure. yeah sorry kayla. that was long no, no no so. <laughs> that's, no that's that's great
0: thank you for sharing kayla t- and before i talked to Kay- i want to preference that like we were talking about <laughs> coffee yeah. and obviously you know the perception is is not reality right right and when I you know when I look at you you seem to have such a well like balanced relationship with food in a way that's like (laughs) you know you can you have I don't know it it just seems like again this is from an outside perspective but it seems like it's so you know you just have a, a healthy relationship with food i guess i've always like been envious of that yeah. <laughs> and here i am I'm about to cry yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um
1: and i like and this isn't gloating because i would definitely say people have said that to me a lot and yeah. i appreciate that yeah um and you know it it's as similarly taken yeah. a while to get there i yeah. would say um growing up I danced ballet forever and it was yeah. kind of similar, Ellen is <laughs> mm-hmm. um, as you were saying, um, you know, I think I I actually remember I was watching the movie Center Stage. Mm-hmm. You remember that movie? Solid and one choice. of the dancers in the movie, like she yeah. slams the bathroom door shut, and I'm like, What is she doing in there? Oh. she was throwing up. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, That's weird, like what's yeah. going on? And I remember like talking to my mom after the movie, like what is like what and what does like, that mean? Yeah. And like I'd never like even knew like this is the thing like dancers need to be skinny and like
0: oh, yeah. all of
1: this and I was just like oh I was just like you know out here doing out me dancing. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then like it evolved into in high school I played golf and like you don't really need to like fuel up to golf really um, I mean definitely like obviously as you get down the road yeah. like that's more of a thing so it wasn't like you know I never had like that sort of pressure in high school um, same thing moving off to college it was like you know, you had the soft serve ice cream, you had the cookies, yeah. like yeah. everyone. You know, drinking comes into play and right. everything. And yeah, we failed to mention that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For, yeah. you get <laughs> <are> the <that>. angels <laughs> over there. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, nope. what well, you weren't drinking. maddie Light added up multiple
0: times a weekend as like <laughs> yeah. calories. In it. You guys know what I used to do? <laughs> when you hear something fucking disgusting? To interrupt you really quick. So we used to have we we used to drink Sporties. We would call them Sporties. You'd buy a 40. Like, of like <laughs> a 40 from a gas station, Mm-kay. right? Tape it you, to your hand. You drink the yeah. 40 down to right where the, the label, the Colt 45 label maybe perhaps would, would end. Then you poured what was called a spark. It was an energy alcohol oh. drink. It had caffeine and alcohol. You poured the spark into the 40. Into the beer. Yep. Oh. It was called a sporty. And it would drink multiple of those. <clears throat> it's fucking wow. nasty. Classy at Miami
3: yeah for sure
0: okay continue. wild anyone <laughs> out there ever right. had a sporty yeah. <laughs> let me know uh, that's did you guys think of that your friends or yeah was it like a thing? yeah okay. yeah i think so uh, yeah we didn't
1: do those so,
0: we so eating soft serve drinking not sporties not drinking
1: not sporties eat, you know just eating late night we didn't have great late night food mm-hmm. um until later on in the, the mm-hmm. years we finally got some more restaurants around mm-hmm. um and You know, same kind of thing, like, I remember coming home after freshman, sophomore year and just being like, ooh, like, what's going on here? You just, like, your metabolism changes everything. Like, you're Mm -hmm. just, like, in a different place. And I probably gained the freshman Mm 15-plus. And, again, like weight gain isn't a comfortable thing in a setting of not intending to do so mm-hmm. and yeah. past the point of like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like myself. Yeah, of I don't course. feel I, the, good. That's the
0: thing is like, you don't feel like yourself. Self.
1: And that's like, you know, it's it's not the number, it's the feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, And it, you know, it got to a point where I was just like, I have to do something. Like what is, and so I started running a lot um, and I did my first half marathon. And again, it wasn't like, okay the number on the scale is going down it was like the feeling like i'm doing these things that i've never done before Mm -hmm. and you know i'm running with my friends and it's another outlet and like we started trying group fitness classes Mm -hmm. we went to this boxing class we did um you know yoga i forget what the yoga studio was back then but again it was always like the feeling like Mm -hmm. doing these things with my friends trying out these new things and like everything and like the numbers started to like come into place and Mm -hmm. it was like you know i was still happy at that number, whatever I was, cause it didn't really hit me until I kind of like, you know, whatever you buy, yeah. you couldn't fit into your jeans. It's right, like, right. I was still happy as a person. And then, you know, took that person with me and I was still happy and doing all the things I was when kind of gotten back into a better groove. But, you know, hearing you say, you know, I like, I didn't feel like my like it made me want to cry because it's like, you know, when you hear people say these things and like self deprecating, like i like, it's, you know, not necessarily even like the motherly instinct in me, but it's like, no, like you're beautiful. Like, yeah. Like I would never want to hear anyone say that about themselves yet. Like I have those same thoughts, you know, I would e- say, even I then like, like almost every woman does. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you know, still, you know, bettering my relationship. Like there were times in post-college in Chicago, like times I would turn down going out to eat and like mm-hmm. going into situations when I would be like, that's a food environment that I don't, like trust myself in yeah mm-hmm. kind of thing and it's like really kayla like yeah.
0: mm-hmm. right you're gonna give up this i mean no i for sure yeah, have to, yeah. yeah and a million times.
1: It, it's still like to this date like you know not having to like you know worry about that or like figure it out or feel nervous about them yeah. like it's mm-hmm. you know
0: yeah but it, it sounds like for everyone and with me too you know i won't get into the holster but i it was so young where i had the thought that I needed to lose weight and it's it has never gone away like mm-hmm. ever yeah but like where is this coming from right like we're we're at such a young age that we're hearing thinness is it's, it's better to be thin like we're gonna feel better if we're thin we're terrified of gaining weight mm-hmm. <laughs> like we talk about like this this fat phobic culture like everyone I know I mean every woman woman that I know if I talk to them it and because of Caitlin, I'm so much more aware now of the way that women talk to themselves and talk about food and like just going to like a bachelorette weekend, you hear mm-hmm. like every every other yeah. sentence is just something about like, how am I looking? You know, w- how am I going to feel in this kind of outfit? Mm-hmm. What should we be doing? What's to- the lowest calorie drink? The lowest yeah. calorie thing, you know, well, let's park farther away. So we burn more calorie. It's like every part of the conversation. Is about being small, yeah, mm-hmm. and and again, like I mentioned earlier, this we're not going to solve anything here, right? But I right. think just the awareness that this is like culturally induced, mm-hmm. you know, this is and it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so Caitlin always talks about right coming at it with like with at, compa- at with compassion for yourself mm-hmm. of like not to, not to like throw your responsibility away of like well if it's everywhere then I have no point in like you know fuck my health yeah mm-hmm. but just that it's really hard, right? And so I don't know if anyone else wants to, you know, make any comments along those lines, but, or, or, yeah, add anything there.
3: Uh, I just can relate to that. I mean, in college, it would be like, what's the lowest calorie drink, Ellen? And I'm like, is that a point of us going... I thought we were going out to have fun. Like, I don't know. Um, I, that's or, how I would choose every item yeah, on the menu forever before yeah. and when I used to eat. And you, you know how now they like have to put the calories on the menu in some restaurants? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in that, some states too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that really has changed. Like, I've noticed that's changed what my friends have gotten, for sure. Or uh, the bigger thing is, like, for swimming um, when we were in Florida for training trip, like, we wore bikinis outside in the sun to train, um, like, athletic ones. But mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh, I'm really bloated because I ate all of that dinner last night after our hard practice. So I'm going to wear my one piece today. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just constant like yeah. thinking about that. And it's like, I don't know how you change that. Like you said, I don't know how you, I think it's just the awareness of it and just letting people know that you don't have to be a stick, you know, right. To be beautiful. And if you are, if that is your body type, that is also okay. But yeah, You do right. not have to, you yeah. know, like not everyone has to look the same. Yeah.
0: And I think it helps the older that the order that you get and you just, kind of start to have more of an appreciation for mm-hmm. just the fact that your body
3: can do what it can do i was gonna say yeah. like now when you were like you guys are phenomenal swimmers i was like i yeah was like yeah i i'm so appreciative of that body now like why did
0: i ever tear it down mm-hmm. i try to think a lot some when when i'm being really hard on myself or you know get into a zone of being hyper critical of my body i one of the exercises i do is like look at what you can do like you Mm -hmm. jumped rope every day for a month for 10 minutes straight like that's look what that body can do like your body has to walk up this fucking hill all the time like look what it can do like think of i I try i think of the the physical feats that it's capable of and then it's and that why you know what's the matter that the exterior like shell of it what Mm -hmm. it's looking like and i want to do this thought experiment with you guys and we're talking about body image and so much of it i think now at least for me, comes into play with Instagram, right? We see people looking their best and we have this like idea of what fitness looks like. Mm -hmm. Like you look this way and like, that's how you're fit. Mm -hmm. If we didn't have social media and we were just, you know, going to our gyms, seeing people the way that we see them, seeing people in the classes that we take, seeing people Mm -hmm. in the gym that are so strong, so fast, so athletic and, there's not like one way to look like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that we would have a different idea about body image?
2: Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, social media has changed the game. Yeah. There are some great positives, but there are a lot of negatives. And what's being promoted on Instagram, what's in the I mean, and you can take it away from just social media. It's ads, it's marketing, it's media. Right. It's all forms. Right. I mean, I was watching a movie last night and it was they were doing like a remake of Carrie cause we're in October and mm. I was terrified watching the girls in the high school. I mean, they were all, I, I will say like model thin mm. and to watch that. And like you talk about watching, was it save the last dance center stage, center huh? stage. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Another good also one. A good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's just like, what are, what are we absorbing mm-hmm. at such a young age? Um, right. I think, think of the movies it. that I was
0: watching, mm-hmm. like we didn't have Instagram, but I'll, you know, we were watching movies, you're we seeing right. people yeah. that were famous and like yeah, okay, all these people are thin. So mm-hmm. that must mean that you yeah. have yeah. to be thin the ideal. to be successful. Right. Yeah.
2: And we talk about like what how are things changing. Like I think it's these conversations the more that they keep coming up, will move things in the right direction. But mm-hmm. again, it's going to take a long time and a lot of generations. Cause I think there's been some bad research too, yeah. um, that have led people to believe that there is th- like the, th- that has led into the thin ideal. Um, but to your point, I love this exercise that, um, I think it was either from a podcast or from intuitive eating, but, um, like really trying to diversify the bodies that you're looking at mm-hmm. um, when yeah. you're just like walking down the street. So some way like if you're in a workout class. So I th- so what tends to happen is we beeline to um, what we're conditioned to do. So for many of us, it's like that looking at that, you know thinner ideal or who, whoever body you feel like you should emulate, Mm -hmm. um, and our eyes beeline to that type of body. So being able to diversify to to really look at who's actually walking on the sidewalk, who's actually running the marathon. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I did it with at the, uh, Thanksgiving day race, you know, last year, and it was so much fun to see these incredibly athletic people running, you know, even at that like six miles. And then you have, you know, it's, it's really amazing to see. But we tend to, uh, again, like put on blinders and see one type of body, yeah, um, and concentrate in that.
0: I've I've tried to just diversify the accounts I follow on Instagram too, which is huge, and I stay the fuck away from the explore page. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, don't get (laughs) on that that fucking explore page. do you, you take one thing from this episode yeah yes. don't go to the explore this page crazy. it's just the same <laughs> type of fucking it account yeah. like really super thin woman standing the same way with long hair over and over the and over again over yeah. and over and over mm-hmm. again thank you Fitzpo. yeah yeah <laughs> right. i'm like what the fuck am i liking that makes you think that i want to see mm-hmm. this yeah yeah, I can probably think of a lot of things. But <laughs> anyways, that's your one takeaway. This is the one thing we can tell you to do. Don't look at your Instagram Explore page. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I would
1: also like to say like all the things we're saying like now it's just like for like general women and also like as we're all women. Yeah. As we enter this age, if whether or not we're having children and all of that mm-hmm. and like the thin ideal and like the push, whatever, super thin, super mm-hmm. thin all the time, like your body is made to reproduce. Mm-hmm. It yeah. will not. Take on that responsibility, yes. and I call it a responsibility because you know it's a big deal. It is unless it's in deal. a safe space to do so. If it feels like it's like grasping for calories for energy mm-hmm. to live and it sustain its own self, mm-hmm. it's not gonna mm-hmm. you know work to produce another human. So yep. you know amenorrhea comes into play with that, and mm-hmm. women, girls not having their periods oh, because yeah. your body is telling you no. Mm-hmm. Like yep, mm-hmm. right. You can't even sustain your own self. Like. Mm-hmm we're not going to give you the capability to do that for another human being. And that's like truly like science showing us like, you know, you're walking a really thin line and that's really scary. And then you get into pregnancy and seeing your body grow. And I like, obviously cannot speak to this. And like, you know, but just hearing and working with women and it's a whole nother ball game because then you're comparing to other women that are pregnant and like, well, she's only three months. She's four, yeah. like, again... And she looks kinda, like this. And like, yeah. oh, she
0: didn't fill out at all. And like, you look have at her you from behind. Those, like, she doesn't Fitspo even look people. pregnant.
3: Those Fitspo people that are pregnant, but they still have abs on Instagram? <laughs> and, like, where you're like... I mean, I guess, uh, yeah, right, they exist.
0: In, like, freaks yeah. of nature will definitely right. exist. Right? Like, yeah. women will naturally look like that when they're pregnant without any attempt to do so
2: right but you never know the story that's right the hard part. right yeah. you yeah. never know the story and somebody yeah. who's naturally in a larger body mm-hmm. you know who is still detrimentally try to drop down weight could still you know mm-hmm. lose their period be having yeah. issues getting sure. pregnant yeah. and a doctor will never tell them anything but continue to try to lose weight mm-hmm. even though they're have these different practices at home or that are really detrimental to their health and that's the issue
0: yeah yeah it's crazy. Um, this, it plays into um, what I, another topic that I wanted to talk about, which what we, we've talked about this a lot too, of like the, an attachment to a past self and maybe not, even not necessarily a past size, but like how we were working out in the past or mm-hmm. what we were capable of doing in the past. And this idea that the path forward is has to be linear linear yeah yeah. and it's like what else caitlin you made this point like what else in life is Mm -hmm. linear nothing you know there's ups and downs Mm -hmm. there's circles around there's Mm -hmm. flips like Mm -hmm. whatever it is like why do you think that any part of a fitness wellness health journey is going to be that way and then why do we think that because we did something before you know i was able to work out one way before that i can continue to do that there's so many factors right like what you might be busier than you were before or you might now have extra responsibilities that take you to something else or whatever it is. Hormones. Hormones. Yeah. The season, the actual like season of Mm -hmm. the earth, (laughs) (laughs) your energy levels. I mean, some may say the fucking moon. I don't know, but, but just, just just why I was late yesterday. (laughs) 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 Exactly. Exactly. But you're a Scorpio. Mm, No, you're a Scorpio. No, I'm just throwing out (laughs) more things. I think that is. I'm not a Scorpio. Um, But, yeah, I just think it's an it's an interesting topic and one that I have recently started to explore myself because I have had that why well, I've I've been doing it this way or like I've been this way so like mm-hmm. I have to always be this way mm-hmm. and if I'm not this way then I'm doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to hear if you guys felt have felt that or seen that with people that you're working with.
1: Yeah,
2: I feel like Ellen spoke to it too of like trying to act like that 13 year old body is yeah I is attainable at you know in your 20s in so your happy 13 year old body but just the guys? same now <laughs> right and i can say the same you know i can look at you know the times in my life where i've looked at my 19 year old body and think and thought like man right and actually to that extent too as we were talking about like that out of control feeling during college i i mean i needed to gain a significant amount of weight mm-hmm. um it was, but I still went through that process of like, I don't feel like myself. This isn't me. I mm-hmm. feel because again, when you're playing with your set point, like I far surpassed what I needed to be. And mm-hmm. I, that's what my body needed to do. Yeah, But I think there's also sometimes that fear. And we talk about thinking back of times in our life when it's. Weight gain has felt really out of control, mm-hmm. and sometimes there's a number attached to that. Yeah. So we can look at like, oh man, but when I got to that number, I was just out of control. I yeah. wasn't myself. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. And maybe you get back to that a little bit higher number, and you've been doing things a lot differently. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you know, it just I think there's a lot of fear of looking back to, mm-hmm. and when we've done things in the a way that hasn't it doesn't work for us that can kind of correlate between you know oh my gosh this is what happened when i you know lose control yeah um instead of like we said like what does it look like when it's actually something that is um you know just something that happens because life happens right mm-hmm.
0: right for sure i think that there's this yeah the idea of you know a set point and <clears throat> it might not be what you have in your mind mm-hmm. and so i think there's the practice of letting that idea go Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know and mourning a little bit but if you need to but that's we're all different and we Mm -hmm. all have obviously very different set points Mm -hmm. and it might just take some practice to come around to be like okay well I always thought it was gonna be Scarlett Johansson and (laughs) it's not I don't know (laughs) yeah Uh, okay so guys we're, we're coming around to the end i want to, any closing remarks i'm gonna have us all answer the question oh i know that you both have already done it before but maybe it, there's been some changes or you know just people who haven't heard mm-hmm. um, from everyone so closing remarks no we're just gonna jump right to the question anything that you want to say before we go into it nope nope okay okay got any 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 last minute questions from the audience oh, yeah. Kayla. <laughs> We got a lot of funny ones. Oh okay, yeah, give us, give us, pick your, pick your top one.
1: I'll pick my top one. And okay. I, I, told you. Well, I, I actually didn't say this out loud earlier. But no, I'm going to weave this question into my question of what does it mean to be fit. Okay, okay. Um, Queen City Keto, Lisa, shout out, shout out, Lisa. I was also just telling Chrissy that, like, well, actually, I don't think I finished this comment, but like, you're my I have, like, a girl crush on her. I think she's... What the Fit exclusive girl
0: crush you feeling? <laughs> like,
1: oh, I just love her. Anyway, she's so nice and smart. Like, just, it's great. Anyways, yeah. her question was, what is the best thing you've started doing for yourself that helps you feel great? Nice. Oh, I love that. Love that question. <sighs> so, if you want to weave that that's into what heart. makes you feel yeah.
0: fit. Yeah. No, perfect, yeah. perfect. Like yeah, let's do, we'll a, do that. This is a special that. edition episode. Yeah. We're switching things up sorry did i just hijack no you hijacked no. and i <laughs> love it i love it we're, we're, we're hijacking no queen city keto hijacked
1: so yeah,
2: i think she, you should start then kayla yeah
0: oh gosh um
1: <laughs>
2: like i don't want to
1: so what does it mean to be fit um or what have
0: you been doing recently what have i been doing recently that contributes to you feeling great
1: um i have definitely taken a non-linear path to my fitness and health um <laughs> as I previously mentioned in college, I found running and running was a really good like outlet Mm -hmm. for me. Um, I almost went for a run this morning and it would have been the first run in like weeks and I didn't go Mm -hmm. In my past self, I would have been like mad at myself for Mm -hmm. that. Um, So I've definitely taken a slower approach to working out and just moving. And, um, and so kind of like in terms of like, you know, what does it mean to be fit again? It's embracing the stage that I'm in where it's slower pace, um, different types of workouts, um, and acknowledging like a more meditative yoga kind of practice, um, and seeking professional help in several ways of like seeking fitness professionals. And I'm like, Hey, I'm, I want to try this, like Mm -hmm. going to that sort of Avenue and, um, within a meditative and like a therapy approach as well. So being, like, vulnerable to the fact that, like, I need some guidance and, like, yeah, going out help. there and getting it. Yeah. And this past summer has been, like, a really, like, you know, learning and feeling approach and being, like, I don't... I need to learn and feel this yeah. current phase mm-hmm. of my life. Yeah, so, that's great. That. That's, that's really good. At.
3: Ellen, what about you? I think mine actually flows really well into that. Um, well, first, I just want to say I think there's, like, a stigma with rds you know yeah. athletic trainers personal trainers whatever you are like you don't need to help because like yeah that's you know your job everything. but like right. <laughs> i like if I, every coach needs a right coach. exactly and i just feel like that is something that people don't understand and yeah. so i'm a huge advocate for that but i think mine flows really well into that because i think the best thing i've done for myself recently is just like forgive myself mm-hmm. um i used to wake up at 5 30 every morning either lift again later in the day or have swimming again so if I'm not doing that I used to feel like this crazy guilt and I didn't know Mm -hmm. where it was coming from and I asked all my roommates I was like do you guys feel this and they were like yes I Mm -hmm. didn't know what it was but now that you say that and I did an Instagram post about it and it was Mm -hmm. like the most interactive post I've ever had Um, and all these athletes were like yes like I feel guilty if I don't work out like crazy now. Mm-hmm. So. And I think even non-athletes
0: can relate. Yes. To that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If you yes. put yourself on. Yes. A regimen that says I'm working out every yes. single day, maybe two times a day. And then if and you like
3: break it. Yeah. Right. Right. So that's just been huge is like getting over that guilt and knowing that like as long as I'm still moving my body in a way that I choose, mm-hmm. like, and that's also a beautiful thing. Like no one's telling me what to do anymore, mm-hmm. which, you know, is it was helpful for discipline. But now it's, like, up to me, which I just think is so cool. Like, yeah, I wanted to do yoga tonight, but I also wanted to wake up and cycle this morning. Yeah. So I did both. But, yeah. like, tomorrow, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, yeah. if I want to sleep because I'm so tired, then, like, my body needs that. Yeah. But, just listening yeah, just really listening to my body and learning, like, to not carry that guilt. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Caitlin, what have you done recently that makes you feel great?
2: Yeah. Um Oh, I want to give huge props to you, first of all, because I'm, what, nine years older than you? And... I was thinking the same
0: thing. I was like, I, I had that no mindset at all Yeah, 22. It took yeah. me
2: okay, so 10 years older, years. And I just had a conversation last week with one of my synchronized swimmer friends in college. And she said she was just starting to get back into a fitness routine that she's like, that works for her. Yeah. That is, you know, can be just 45 minutes, 30 minutes in the morning. And that's enough. And starting to relearn because I think, it is, and I know I've had multiple conversations with and athletes and non-athletes about that, but I think yeah. it's really hard when you are so trained to be mm-hmm. training six, you know, eight hours a day, yeah. what does that start to look like? And it has taken me, and I still have that voice mm-hmm. in my head to, to remind myself, like, it's it's okay, it's safe, um, because yeah. I'm so conditioned to think one way. Right. So, and then to big, piggyback on Kayla's, it's, you know, for me, it has been realizing that there has to be some sort of functionality to my, um, my fitness, because as with food, this is a long-term game and I want to be able to move my body for as long as I can, because it's something that I love, not something that I just do to be smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and in that aspect, it is being flexible of what do, what does my body need today? Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, sitting in a meditation for 45 minutes Mm -hmm. is that um you know not doing anything is it going for a walk is it getting to the gym and lifting I I am I have always been a muscular individual I like being strong Mm -hmm. um but with that has to be has to be as I continue to get older listening to my body and what it needs Mm -hmm. um I I went on a hike the other day and ended up jogging for most of it. And it was the most amazing feeling. Yeah. I couldn't walk for multiple days afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My knees hurt so bad. Oh, um, okay. So it's just, yeah, but it's like, it, again, I I would do it differently now, but mm-hmm. the amazing part of being able to get out there and realize that, yeah, I can still do it. Right. I'm gonna need more days of recovery, right. but um, it's pretty amazing. And I think what has changed for me drastically is, um, therapy has been huge for me, but um, also giving myself grace, giving myself compassion uh, and giving myself space to actually know who I am. Yeah. Um, which is a question I never really asked myself because I was always with seven other girls in the pool. Right. Yeah. right. Didn't need to be an individual. Yes.
0: Right. Right. I would say for me, it's kind of, it ties in uh, all of your responses kind of tying to mine. I'm, I'm recently have been, I put a strong focus on feeling, Try, trying to feel my feelings because I have spent most of my life trying to not mm-hmm. feel my feelings because they're uncomfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's scary. And it's scary, right? And I can't say though that it's made me feel great. I'm not. I'm not there yet. But yeah. I think that it will overall contribute to a great feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have. I have moments for sure. So I think that which ties into everything. And I have made more a conscious effort to make more time for myself and that means saying no to people that I really love and that's Mm -hmm. really hard and and I I don't I am in this you know tug of war of like I want to be there for you I want to be doing these things for you or and I I want to make you feel good but I kind of, you know, hit rock bottom this summer. I was like, I can't, I, I can't even feel good at all for myself. And if I can't feel good for myself, then how can I possibly, you know, help other people feel good too. So choosing me has been something I'm, it's, again, it's obviously a journey. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's up and down. It's, it's backwards. It's sideways. So mm-hmm. those, those two things though, kind of trying to feel feelings, <laughs> just <laughs> the dumbest fucking thing. Feel my yeah. feels. <laughs> I'm feeling the feels and, <laughs> and putting myself first, which is really hard. Yeah.
2: To do. Yeah. Proud okay. of you,
0: though. Oh, thanks, guys. Okay. I really appreciate all of you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you so much for coming on and sharing. Where can we follow you? Throw it out. A life nourished.
3: Okay. Mine's at Ellen Catherine, but there's apparently a lot of other at Ellen Catherines. I out can there. imagine. Yeah. Didn't know that I when mean, I made we'll the Instagram you, so, <laughs> so, like, use three N's on the Catherine. K H R Y And All the N's on the it's a picture of me eating chocolate. That's mine. Yeah, okay, <laughs> oh, perfect.
1: K.M. Hansman. <laughs> I'm just joking. I was like, I just wasn't really ready for the reaction. <laughs> that is my other account, though. Yeah. Personal life of <laughs> <laughs> Sinsy Fit Foodie.
0: Oh, do you have your personal account tagged on Sinsy Fit Foodie? So people know if they want to find just you. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, your personal life. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the day I started, I was like, oh, this is you. But right. I do like that I get two likes from you. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the okay. nice thing about many Instagrams. <laughs> also,
1: perfect. follow my mom. She'll like the heck out of your
0: stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, give me her. Like, I won't put She's a good liker. Okay, perfect. Anyways, she throw me a com- will she throw me a comment sometimes yeah. too? Yeah, that interaction. All right, excellent. That's what I want. Guys, okay. thank you so much for listening. Um, as always, follow me at Chrissy Grody. See uh, where I'm working out, what I'm doing. Not at all what I'm drinking because I'm not drinking anything this month. Um but you can you can see what I'm wearing. Um <laughs> what the fit podcast slide in uh what else? What else? Tell everyone about what the fit podcast. If you really love it, please tell everyone that you know that you like it and write a review. Write a yeah. review and rate on Yay. iTunes. Yes, it really really helps. And if you're absolutely loving the podcast, I really really would love a $2 a month Patreon support. It helps um, fuel the podcast and keep keep it coming out every week. So thanks again, and we'll see you soon.